The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. PlayStation. Greatness is always welcome or waiting. Ha! It's been two weeks. I'm messing up. Who cares? Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. If you can't tell, it's me. I'm back from the dead. I'm alive and kicking. And as always, I am joined by the Triple H to my Shawn Michaels, Mr. Delvin Cox. How you doing this week? The game is in the building. <laughs> What's up, brother? <laughs> Man, I'm chilling, you know, just trying to. Trying to be awake, trying to get this energy up for this podcast, man. Been a long weekend. Yes, it has. That's going to be my new nickname, by the way, the game. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us all the way from America's hat to China to our DX, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How you doing this week? Y'all need to stop with these wrestling references. I have no idea what's going on. They're amazing. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Uh-uh. Bad boy. I don't watch wrestling. I'm very, I'm very sorry. Uh, you know, uh, uh it, it's great. You're missing uh, out you on know. wrestling, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Do not hate on the wrestling. Man, the Attitude Era was great. The Generation X was my shit. Yes. Ah. <sighs> So While you watched, re- right oh sorry, into... I was just gonna say. No, go ahead, While go you ahead. watched wrestling, I studied the games. I mean, why not both? The game Triple H. I'm saying. No, like, like actual video games, something worthwhile. Oh, the WWE wrestling See, game. That's great. Yeah, Royal Rumble was an amazing game on Super Yes, Nintendo. it was. I'm I love it. It was great. I used to use Mr. Perfect, get him in the Perfect Plex. It was beautiful. Spectacular beautiful move. I miss Mr. Perfect. Should have been a was, world champion. Yeah, but may he rest in peace. I was going to pull a bit and mm-hmm. ask Google to define a liar, but uh, let's not ruin our recording by asking my Google Home a question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know they're always listening, right? Yes. All right, so um, let's just jump right into it. So I'm gonna start myself like what I've been playing um in these long two weeks. Um I just been really busy. I've only played uh Destiny for the most part. We had a, a new release uh was it Tuesday? Saint 14 is back. I know none of you know what the hell that is, but it's a big thing. He's just, you know, the greatest Titan ever, so I've been jumping into that. Still trying to finish um Fallen Jedi or Fallen Order whatever it is. Jedi Fallen That's Order. Correct. Still trying to finish that. Jump into a little bit of Death Stranding. That game is so pretty. Like, ugh. 
there's nothing in that game, but it is just so beautiful and so relaxing to just traverse that world. Like it's just it's just one of those games where you just want to sit back and just enjoy and, and be a part of that world. Um, other than that, I just haven't had time to really play anything. I've picked up a couple of games. I got Control, which I'm really really excited to get into. Um, Game Pass Ultimate has had a bunch of stuff drop, so I've been itching to get into a couple of games there. Like my friend Pedro with the controller, I'm really excited about being able to play that because those Joy Cons. I am so excited to um, finally be able to play my friend Pedro, but I would absolutely oh, love yeah. if it came to PlayStation. Yeah, that would be great. That would be really, really good. Um, hopefully, at some point, maybe. Um, but other than that. I just haven't had a whole lot of time to play anything else, but I'm really looking to dive into some games here over the, the holiday break because um, I'll have a little bit more time since my wife is, is going to be off and uh, she'll have a little bit more time to do stuff, so I'll have a little bit more time to, to break away and just, you know, dive into some games. So what about you, Haley? What have you been playing this week? Well, uh, I finally platinum Resident Evil 2. Um I've been streaming it Congrats. for those who know. I'll have to get my YouTube link for anybody who misses the streams, but I do upload the entire stream to uh, to YouTube from twitch.tv slash Haley's As Delvin says, always got to market that. Um, Good job. Uh, I've been, I picked a couple things up. I, I started Concrete Genie. Um, this is going to shock people. I'm not really enjoying it. Man, the control scheme for that game is whack, even with motion controls turned off. Um, it's pretty, though. I'll give you that. I'm probably going to keep playing it because it's on my trophy list, and it's an easy platinum, so I guess I'll just, you know, suffer. Uh, still playing Code Vein. Game is really weird, and I have no idea what's happening, but it's Vampire Dark Souls. And uh, then I picked up Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I played exactly one match. Uh, did buy that battle pass, though, for that instant unlock of the female soldier, because that's me. And then, uh, I, I don't know, uh, I got kind of angry at the Game Awards. Um, not sure if I should go into it, but uh, let's just say Jeff Keighley's not in my good books right now. We'll get to that later. Oh. <laughs> we'll definitely get to oh. that later. Uh, Delvin, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Uh, it's a couple of things that kind of made me scratch my head. So, <laughs> oh no, 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 no! It's it's one thing in specific, and it relates to the very end of the show. So, um, for those who don't know, uh, I love Fast and Furious, and in the past year, <sighs> I'm not I'm not going into this right now, but uh, in the past year, it's uh, been very disheartening to learn things about a specific presenter at the show. So. Hmm. Okay. So what about you, Devin? What what have you been playing? What's what's this is gonna be? What have you been getting into? This is gonna be really short. Nothing. <laughs> I've been busy recording, and then when I'm not recording, I've been sick, so I'm recovering from that. But I did get something cool this week. One of the Christmas gifts I got was um the Marvel um What Up cabinet Ooh. that has um. Are those those pre uh those pre made arcade cabinets with like one specific game on them? They have three. They have three games on them, and they're not pre made. You have to build them up yourself, but it's easy to put together. It's just kind of like takes like an hour, maybe maybe well, an hour because I have no talent, but it takes like thirty minutes for a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> and um, mine has um, X Men: Children of the Atom, <clears throat> Marvel superheroes, and the Punisher arcade games. 
Uh, okay, okay. I was just trying to double check because, like, I was wondering if they're the things we sell at work. That's all. So yeah, they, they are. They're exactly the same things. Yeah. Some of them have okay. two games. They usually have two to three games on them, depending on which one you get. But there's there's tricks to it because some of them have um two games, but they're almost the same game. Like the Street Fighter one, which I have, it has Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Championship Edition, the Street Fighter Turbo. So they're all basically the same game. <laughs> But there's other ones that have three distinctly different games on it, like this one. So I think it's pretty cool. To, they're pretty cool. They're fun. And for an arcade cabinet, at $300, you really can't beat the price. Man, that is awesome. <clears throat> I've always wanted an arcade cabinet. At some point, I'll probably get one of those. There's so many of them that they're coming out with now. And I just, I love it. It takes me back to, to the, the golden age of the, the arcade. All I need to say is while it's very cool for them to emulate the. The feel of arcades. Um, it's very annoying to unload those things off of a truck. They're very heavy. <laughs> yeah, they are heavy. I will say they are heavy. It's not a one person job to take it take it up up a flight of stairs. I'll just say that. I didn't realize you had to put them together yourself yeah. either. It's yeah, not hard. But. Yeah. Well, uh, a couple years ago, one of them, uh, the knob on the joystick broke, so they just, for some reason, set it up in the middle of the store, and it took them three hours to literally put it together, um, and then figure out how to plug it in in the middle of the store, because there was obviously no plug, so instead, they plugged it in with a cord that just hung down from the ceiling, because that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should mention that, because... Well, it took them three hours, Devin, so you do have some yeah. skills, but it took you only yeah. an hour or so. It's funny you should mention that because the Walmart I went to, I guess that happened with three of the cabinets. So they had three of them just set up in the middle of the store so you could just play. So a whole bunch of people just kept going to them and playing them. It was pretty cool. That's dope. I'm jealous. I'm going to get one one day. You should. It's a good investment, I think, personally. Especially for the price. You can't beat the price. I think. Yeah, I want one that has like the Ninja Turtles arcade game. They have that. One. I want the one that has one of those one of those four player cabinets. I want the Ninja Turtles arcade game, the Simpsons, and then the X Men game. They have the Ninja Turtle one, but it only has. I think it's the first Turtles game and Turtles in Time. I think. But I've mm. heard you can hack them, those systems. By the way, I was about to say they've got to be able to hack them. If it's just an emulator, I mean, it's probably running something like Raspberry Pi or something. I, so you should be able. I to I think that's exactly what they said you could do. Fix it. <laughs> they said you could probably put a Raspberry Pi in it and fix it up. See, there you go. Lifelong goal achieved. Get that and throw in Double Dragon because that's probably my favorite arcade game of all time. Great game. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get into our mail. So we actually got a couple of questions. Um, we have Delvin going out and scouring the internet for questions now because he gets all the responses because he's a very, very, very important <laughs> man on the internet. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our first question comes from at Writer Streamer on Twitter. Do you guys think the narrative heavy games um, winning during the game awards um, and the success of Jedi Fallen Order will shift attention away from studios wanting to make more of the uh, Destiny Anthem type games. Uh, I'm going to go with you first, Haley. What do you think? Uh, one, one would hope, but here's the thing, right? It's, it's great that Fallen Order is doing so well and the narrative heavy games are winning. Uh, shout out to DMC5 winning best action game uh, of the year. But, um... 
essentially it's all up to the suits, right? Like if they want more games to cash in on the Destiny craze because they can, uh, you know, uh, over monetize people or you know try to get that recurring spending to, you know, use industry terms that are really annoying and just be the same thing. Um, <laughs> it, that's what's gonna happen, and it's a shame because literally, if you go on like EA's Instagram posts whenever they post things or their Twitter, literally the top response is "Skate forward." It's like, it's not even people memeing like, "Hey, people would love a new skate game," and usually the skate games, while cheesy, had interesting stories, except for three, um, and that's their own fault there. Um, not going into that here though. Uh. <laughs> It would it would be really nice. It's the same thing with like this is totally unrelated to games, but it it's the same thing. When people go on a a reply from a DC Comics post and literally the top response is hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Literally you're gonna make money if you release that thing. Like people will pay to go see it and you're gonna make a buttload of money. Like that's what's gonna happen. Um it would be really nice, but I don't know if it's gonna change anything. Yeah. What do you think, Dalvin? I, as a person who loves narrative-based games, I think it's important that they're there, but I also understand that companies are going to make games to make the money. Like, you have a lot of games that, like, the Game Awards, it's cool to win awards and be like an award-winning game, but at the end of the day, if the game's not making money, I don't, think, I don't think these companies care less, unfortunately. That's the sad truth about it. Like, Control's a game that people love, but it did, truth be told, it didn't make that much money, so... How and it's a very narrative based game, so how much how likely you think it is we're gonna get another another control or something like that when it's not making the money that's necessarily need to be to be sequelized and stuff like that. So I would love to see it, but I don't think it's in the cards. Uh, Delvin Delvin, I'm just gonna pop in. Um while control did not uh, you know, chart, um, Remedy have actually come out and said that the game is actually performing over their expectations. So whether or not we seek a sequel to Control, um, I don't think we will, because if I'm being honest, I think the second expansion for the game, the Altered World Events, is likely a tie-in to do a second Alan Wake. Um, I think they're very happy with how Control is performing, just based on the video of them re- uh, receiving IGN's yeah. Game of the and Year put award. It, to put so. it in perspective, Control was... Published by 505 Games, which is not a big company at all. So I'm quite sure their expectations for Control probably isn't the same expectations as EA or somebody like that. So that's a that's a good thing, at least. Yeah. I definitely think we are going to start seeing more narrative games. If you notice, a lot of the um, like trailers we got at the Game Awards were, were more story-based type games. Um, I think there's finally a realization that, you know, the the... The bubble for these MMO shooter type games, or where where you have like your battle royale, I think Anthony and and then I say Anthony Anthem and Destiny kind of have their own little niche, and even with Destiny, like there and Anthem, there's a lot of actual narrative and story in there. Um, people do play it probably more for the loot, like a Diablo type game, which also has a lot of lore. So I think that they are they're they're definitely starting to see this shift, like especially with how well Fallen Order did, stuff like the Outer Worlds, Control, where they're starting to get that critical praise and it's also starting to translate more into sales. 
which I think really puts EA on notice because they were the main company saying people don't want these narrative games with like why they, they canceled um uh what's her name's game? The there was another Star Wars game that was in development from uh the chick who used to be at Naughty Dog. Amy Henning. Thank you, Amy Henning. So yeah, they canceled her game because they were saying player people didn't want these 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 solo story narrative based games. And I think that you're starting to see that that is just not the truth. People want both. Like we want to have our Apex and our Fortnite, but we want to also have our control and our, our Jedi Fallen Order. So I think you're going to actually start to see a shift where we actually are going to get a lot more narrative story-driven games, especially with, I imagine, Ghost of Tsushima, I believe that's going to do really well. The Last of Us 2, I think, is going to do really well. Um, control, we see, continues to do well. Jedi Fallen Order did great. Um, if you notice, uh, Hellblade 2, that's a single player game and that probably is going to do very very well. Um uh I don't know I don't know if you noticed I didn't see it in the stories of the week down in the notes. Uh The Outer Worlds is getting DLC. Oh, yeah. It did really yep. well. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So I do think we're going to start to see a lot more of those games because people are playing them. I think we're still going to see like your your battle royales. You're still going to see games trying to recreate that that destiny magic ea may still try to continue to work with anthem um but i think destiny and anthem are, are two very they're like the diamond in the rough like you don't have too many of those games that really do well i mean destiny most people tell you it's a dead game but people still play the hell out of it but nothing else has been able to capture that uh i don't i really don't think that destiny is a dead game like literally that game is like up there. oh yeah I don't I I don't understand like all right I jump in every once in a while but I'm not the type of person who's literally just playing Destiny nonstop and that's not me hit, hit like hitting on people who do yeah. right uh it's it's literally just like uh my friend Stone you know friend of the show advertises for us all on his own um less frequently right now cuz he's dealing with stuff but <clears throat> He literally just like goes and tells people about the show uh, on his own. <laughs> so, like, he is literally only really playing Destiny right now, and that's all I see him do. And he's doing it on his PC, and that's fine. You know what? He's enjoying it. He's having a blast, and it's helping him through a tough time. So I don't understand these people coming in here being like Destiny's a dead game. Yeah. It's a, like I don't want to be like the Greg Miller and go in and be like you know, uh, you know. Just making jokes with like Fran Mirabella about it. Like <laughs> when when Greg's riffing on Fran, you know that he's like doing it from a place of like he sees what's going on. Like he he's just doing it because he's such good friends with Fran that like they have a good repertoire about it. But he's not actually meaning like oh yeah, it's a dead game. You should be playing yeah. something else. Like yeah. So it's yeah. I think we're just gonna continue to see a lot of games. I think there's gonna be plenty of games in all different genres, and I think that. This year was a wake-up call to the, the, the developers and publishers that, yeah, these story-based games, people still really want to play them. So yeah. I do think we're going to see a good deal more of those games, but we're still going to see a lot of the other stuff as well. Okay, so our next question comes from at that, that retro code on Twitter. He would like to know, what games genre is Sony first-party studios not good at? Uh, Delvin, what do you think? What 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 kind of games do we the the Sony just suck at making or bringing out and publishing and presenting in this at, way? At this point in time, it's probably platformers because they don't really make them. Like the the Crash game 
that are, that's coming out right now, they're not really making those games. They're pro- pro- producing them like they're theirs because they're their classic games. But I don't think they really suck at not making any stu- any games and stuff. Like it's just that there's certain things they don't make. Like they don't make um, they basically don't make Killzone that much anymore. They don't make so they don't make first person shooters anymore. They just kind of stick to this one type of game now. And I think it's cool that they do because they're probably the best at it. But there's just so much other stuff they can really do. Like the platformers at one point they were the king at. Like, you know, when you had Crash, you had mm-hmm. Spyro, you had um Medieval, you had so many platformers that they were so good at, you know, you had um what's the Ratchet, Ratchet and, and Clank. Clank. Th- what's the one I was thinking about? With the raccoon. Jack and Jack Daxter. And, like, it's too many to even names. Uh, Sly, Sly, Sly Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, Sly they, Cooper. they did so yeah. many and they just kinda stopped doing it. Hey, hey, don't don't leave Infamous out of this. The original Infamouses were great for platforming because they didn't have like the ability to run up walls or anything. Like you had to yeah. actually climb. So they were they were technically platformers as well. Uh, hello everybody. The fourth, the fourth chair. chair making her weekly w- making her weekly appearance. Hi Soot, calm down. Um, <laughs> literally, uh, that's yeah. You know, it's. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that yeah. they're, they're good at it all. They just have to make it. That's the problem. Like, Killzone is a great game series. It's just. Agreed. They just don't make them. <laughs> Resistance was a great game series. They just kind of just like. Oh. I was just getting ready to say. Bring, bring okay, back what is going on with them? No, no. Like, have you seen their mm-hmm. frequent tweets? Yeah. I don't want to pull the Barrett Courtney here. Um, shout out to Barrett for constantly like bringing this stuff up. Like, he's totally on top of all of this. They're literally like, and they're doing the same thing with Sunset Overdrive too. So, like, what's going on there? Are they just gonna re-release these right on the consoles? No fanfare at all. Just hey, they're there. I, I think we're gonna get it's hard to say uh, because I, I think we're gonna get that at least. I, me too. I. <laughs> Are we get are we gonna are we gonna get my Sunset Overdrive because they're doing it with Sunset too? Like every two weeks they're posting a Sunset Overdrive gif and then every other like they're doing it alternatively. Like here's a Resistance gif, here's a Sunset gif, here's a Resistance gif, here's a Sunset gif. Are we getting both? Because I will literally die. I think we will. I honestly think we will. I think we're gonna see both of those games at some point, whether it be on PS4 by the end of the gen- by the end of the console life, or if we see like a Resistance game being a launch title for PS5. I definitely think we're going to see those games and yeah, it's hard to say. I don't think I don't think Sony Sony first party studios aren't good at any genre. I think they can do pretty much every genre pretty great. I think what they suck at is marketing. Yeah. <laughs> they will just let games go out to die. Like there's so many games they literally they don't push. Like, sad. They they literally tried to kill Concrete Genie. Like they like literally they just put it out there no fanfare. And that's a Sony for like it's, it's done by Pixel Opus, which is a small studio. Like it, it they sent it out there to die. Um, no marketing, no nothing. Um, I will say though, um, on the topic of Killzone, it's dead. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> I don't know about. I that. think Killzone's I, I coming think back. Killzone is dead. It's gonna come back. I do too. I I, I I think they can definitely be a two game studio where they're working on Horizon at one point and then they switch back to Killzone. They can go back and forth. Oh, if it comes back, it's not being done by uh, by by uh, Gorilla. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the same situation where if uh, Jack and Daxter ever come back, uh, or Uncharted, um, I can also see it come back from Gorilla. Not coming I, back I to that studio. I, I think it'll be a smaller They'll, scale game. Absolutely. So so could I, but the problem being is that Horizon did so well. I would be 
shocked if they go back to making first persons. Now, you're right. They could be a two-person team like Naughty Dog is. But um, there's rumors right now that uh, there's another Sony studio down in Santa Monica. And I'm not saying Santa Monica Studios because uh, obviously that's God of War. Um, but there's another uh, team that's working on an Uncharted 5. There's a rumor that that's going around, right? Like, that's not being developed in-house by Naughty Dog. Um, we'll see someone else take over. which could be the key to having it actually succeed. But again, if they don't want the game to succeed, they're not going to market it, and they'll just let it go out there to die. I can't imagine them not marketing an Uncharted game, knowing how rabid that fan base is, how large that brand is, and how synonymous it is with PlayStation. You cannot create an Uncharted game and not market it. Yeah. Oh, I was. I meant like. I meant like if if Killzone goes to another studio, and they don't market it. It, it, they could go out there to die. There's no way that Sony brings back Uncharted and just lets it die. Like, no. That's synonymous. It's it's like, the question is, is the next Uncharted game going to have Nathan Drake as the lead? Or Because Nolan North has been on Twitter going like, yeah, I'd love to come back and reprise my role as Nathan Drake for another game. Um, because people keep asking, like, hey, are you going to lead another Uncharted game? Like, are we going to see Nate come back? And it's like, well, I mean, Uncharted 4 was kind of like marketed as like his last yeah. journey and i'm not spoiling the ending of that game but it perfectly sets up where the next games are going hopefully yeah. um but uh it they're not gonna send it out there to die it's the same thing with uh after the last of us 2 ends uh granted that game's a couple months out we have no idea how that's gonna end <laughs> sorry a fly yeah. just flew into my mouth oh, that's fun. gross uh um, just stupid why do they always do that? Uh, Why do they always <laughs> fly to their doom in the people's mouths and stuff like that? Uh, back on topic, um, if The Last of Us 2 ends and Ellie and Joel are still alive, fingers crossed, um, I know the audience can't see that, but I did actually just cross my fingers I can't confirm. Um, the fingers were crossed. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if they're both still alive, uh, we may not see them in a third game, and that third game may also not be done by Naughty Dog, right? They might move on to something else, because that's the freedom of working for Sony First Party, right? Uh, you know, Sony's gonna back you, um, so. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be happy to see all of this stuff come back, and I think, you know, with a lot of these games doing well in the studios having the ability to kind of do what they want, like take their time and make games. I think it's possible that we see a lot of this stuff. Um, and also I think we may see another siphon filter, which could be really cool. Siphon filter. Yeah, I did. I did. I did see that John Garvin. Exactly. Tweet. Yeah. Um, but that could also just be a tease for. You gotta go. You gotta go back. And do it. Oh man, um, that could also just be a tease for uh, oh, Days go, Gone too, go. because it's been confirmed that Days Gone and Siphon Filter take place in the same world. That'd be cool. So go. Okay, well then go try and figure it out. Uh, like it's actually been confirmed. Slight story spoilers for Days Gone. Uh, I think we're far enough out at this point where, like, hey, here's your warning. I'm about to spoil something from Days Gone. Uh, if you are, you know. Worried about spoilers? Uh, skip ahead about 30 seconds. Um, it's confirmed in, like, near the end of the game in Days Gone that, like, the virus that 
turned everyone into freakers, uh, was developed by, uh, like, was developed by the company that was trying to release viruses in Siphon Filter, so. So they eventually were. I'm with all of that coming together and being awesome, so. That'd be cool. Uh, oh, one more thing. Like, uh, you can get an IPA weapon in Days Gone, and there's a trophy for it now, too. Cool. So, like, literally, um, it you can only get this weapon on New Game Plus, but there's a trophy for killing freakers with three different types of ammunition for it. So, um, plus, there's a secret... Um, Story spoilers are done now, by the way, if you're wondering. Um, I'm not spoiling anything. Like, this is just New Game Plus information here. Um... This one of the, there's also another weapon you can get from Siphon Filter that is the Taser as well, um, and that can be earned without playing on New Game Plus. Um, but you need to grab specific um, materials from Nero checkpoints and uh, the smaller Nero stations that you can find throughout the world, and it's really cool. I never found all of them to build it, um, but it shows up in the weapons I can build menu. Cool. So. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, man. So much good stuff that could be coming. Okay. So, to answer your question, um, we don't think that there's anything they don't do well. They just need to market the things they do. Yes. All right. So, our next question comes from at Play Nintendo, Mr. Downey himself. Um, he says, uh, do you want or think that the PS5 will take a similar design style as the new Xbox Series X console, which was just announced and shown off? To look like a PC, basically. A refrigerator. A box. I mean, if it was that big, sure. The Xbox I think it looks like a PC. No, cool no, 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 no. I, 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 th- I, think, I think Delvin is referencing the image that somebody edited oh, yeah. the Xbox awesome. Series X to be a fridge door. Um, I don't know if you guys have also seen the image of someone putting the Xbox Series X, then a glass table over the X, and then the PS5 dev kit on top of it, because <laughs> pe- people like to meme. Uh, it's pretty funny seeing it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what the PS5 is going to look like. I don't think it'll look like the Xbox. I don't think that's just... That's not Sony's style. Um... Sony has always kind of done something to make it to where you can't put things on top of their systems, though. They want it to be on top of whatever it is, like make sure that's the top thing and nothing goes on top of it. Um, but I don't, I don't see them making something look like a PC. I still think it'll look more like a, a DVD player more than anything else. I don't see them going the route of the Xbox. I, I want to look like the dev kit because I want to see the world burn. <laughs> like just come out with it looking like that <laughs> big unwieldy dev kit that they've been showing. Just go for it. Hey, perfect, perfect space for your pizza. <laughs> uh, y- you know that dev kit is ugly, and that will not be what releases to the world. Um, and also, uh, if you think that Xbox Series X design is a dev kit, you're wrong. That's what it will look like at launch. They would not good. have shown it otherwise. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it looks cool. Um, I think it's fine. I just don't think the PS5 will look anything oh, like no. that. No, no, no. It won't. It won't. And also, the Xbox Series X looks fine. Um, I'm just very glad it can lie on its side because my entertainment stand is not that big. So I don't have the space to let it stand six inches tall on my uh, thing without blocking part of the screen, which, as everyone knows, that's yes. kind of annoying. So <laughs> You put that thing on the floor and let it stand tall, loud, and proud. Yes. Uh, in 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 a in, a, in in an apartment building on carpet? Hell no, no. 
get a little get a little tray. Get a little tray and just let it let, let it be its thing. Stand tall. But no, Donnie, it won't look like that. And if it does, I'll eat crow, but I, I can't see them doing that at all. And I don't want them to. Sony does, let, let Sony do nice, something. Nice Smallville reference. Smallville? What? Huh? What? They're, uh, they're frequent saying for the first four seasons whenever someone did something stupid was eat crow. Uh, learn something new every day. Well, because the mascot for Smallville High was crows, so. I forgot that. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Alright, our next question from the uh, at Untrained Eye on Twitter. Are there any games you would like to see remastered? He would personally like to see the Soul Reaver games come back around. Is there anything that, that hasn't been put back out that you'd like to see, Haley? Where is my boy? Give me Cole McGrath. Where is Infamous 1 and 2? Give them to me. Also, bring me back Sunset Overdrive on PlayStation since Sony owns the IP now. I think I went into this earlier, but I would die if they came back out. Uh, Resistance would be cool, too, because I never got to play those. So, yeah. What about you, Dev? Anything you want to I've said verbatim I want to see the Mass Effect trilogy come back. But I'm going to go with some, a different route. I'm going to say something that people wouldn't expect. There was an old NES game. I think it was for the PC, too, called Deja Vu. Oh, yeah. I, I would I like to that. see an updated version of that. I think that'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. That would be cool. There is one game that I have been constantly saying they need to remake and bring back from EA Sports Big. NBA Street Volume 2. I want that game hey. remade. I want it back out. I want it just NBA Street Volume 2 with just updated rosters. I want that same style, that same type of game. The music, that it just it accompanied like the NBA and, and, and street ball. So well, and the game was so much fun. Where, Bring it back. Where's the Where's that NBA Street or FIFA Street? Bring That'd those cool. back too. I don't care about I don't, I don't care about FIFA Street or, or NFL Street. Those Those can stay gone. Just bring, give me the NBA. Hey, hey, what 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 about also? Uh, uh, what was it? Sorry. SSX. I, I had SSX. No, uh, no, no, no. Bring that back. That too. that can stay. That can stay gone. Bring me my skate remaster, or skate four. Um, that would be great, but that's not the question. Uh, uh, sorry, hold on. There was one uh, other one I was thinking of, but I can't, I can't uh, think of it now. Uh, it was oh uh, NCAA fourteen. Like bring that back on new gen systems for everybody who keeps wanting a new NCAA game. You you can so play. Now you can play the NCAA game. You just got to play it on PC with a, a a mod for Madden that turns it into NCAA <laughs> twenty or whatnot. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe they'll start making those again because now the players can be compensated for yes. their likeness. That's uh, that's kind of what stopped that whole thing from going forward. So we'll see what happens with that. I think there it'll be a ways off before we get an NCAA game, just because that'll be a lot of players you have to pay something to. Yeah, unless they you know don't include certain teams or conferences or whatnot. And then the conferences have to opt in. It's, I think it's, it'll be a while before we see that just because it has to be so, so much stuff that they're going to have to do to make sure players are getting paid properly and stuff like that. I think it's a lot. Um, but we'll see. I know there's, a lot of, there's, a, there's definitely a market for it. People definitely want to play those college games. So, who knows? Definitely. Okay. And our last question from at LSU23 on Twitter. Any ideas on when The Wolf Among Us 2 will land? Also, how much of Final Fantasy VII will be on the PS4, or will they force us to buy a PS5 
to experience the full game. Delvin, I think both of those are really interesting questions. I think I'm hoping the Wolf Among Us two comes out in 2020, like mid 2020, like summertime, or at least episode one of it. See, that's the thing. Since there, it's not. It's technically not Telltale. It's Telltale by name, but it's not Mm -hmm. Telltale. I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to release it episodic or they're going to release the whole experience together? I'm quite sure they probably have some of the old dev kits from Telltale and things like that. So they'll probably figure out a way to make it work. And it doesn't take that long necessarily to make these games, but it's probably going to take a long time to get the characters in line and stuff like that. You record the dialogue and things. So hopefully we'll see a Wolf Among Us in 2020 for PS4 sometime. Maybe a PS5 launch game, hopefully. And as for Final Fantasy, that's going to be an interesting thing because they've said that no, no, it's not going to be the full experience. This game that's coming out in March, they have, but they haven't told us how much of the game it's going to be. So I would think we'll eventually get all of it on PS4. But I think by that time, all of it comes on PS4. It's probably going to be a situation where everybody's already moved on to PS5. Yeah, I think with both of those. If they release on PS4 and PS5 is backwards compatible, I don't think it really matters. You just put your PS4 disc in your PS5 if you get a PS5. I don't think that they could release, you know, like part one on PS4 and then not make part two for PS4. I think you have to make all of the, all, however many discs they're going to do, however many parts they're going to do. I think you have to make them all for PS4 because if you start there, and you have players that want to finish that journey on their PS4 if they don't get a PS5. You can't just abandon that entire console. So I think you have to do it on both. Um, maybe just have a patch that you know upreses or whatever they want to do for PS5, especially if it's backwards compatible. Um, the Wolf Among Us 2, I'm saying with you, I think that would be a great summertime game. Will it come out that soon? I have absolutely no idea because... They take forever to make those games. Like you may get part one and then six months later you finally get part two. So it'll be interesting to see how they go about processing that. Yes. I'm not sure if Haley dropped out there. Are you still with us, Haley? I I am. I was just waiting for a chance to chime in. Um you, you know. Uh don't want to be shouting over each other. Um, but like Delvin said, this is it's Telltale in name, but it's not Telltale. Um, in fact, none of the original developers are on this project. So just bear in mind, um, I'm very excited for Wolf Among Us 2, but none of the original developers from Telltale are on this project. Um, so just grain of salt going into it. Um, it would be nice to see it next year, but given that they're probably pretty much going to have to restart development from scratch, I don't think we'll see it until 2021. And as for Final Fantasy VII, this is going to make people angry, but I really don't care. I don't care how it's released um, because <laughs> I'm not going to play it. Um, but for those who do, um, I'm sure they won't just, like Dev said, they're not going to release part one on PS4 and then just leave everybody else to be like, hey, you have to upgrade to play the end. Like... That'd be kind of suicidal. Like, Square Enix already goes on about games not doing well. Um, I'm looking at you. Hey, Tomb Raider sold 7 million copies, and that wasn't good enough for them. They wanted it to do more. And I'm like, wow, you really have high expectations for a reboot of a game series that historically does not do well. So, 
but it, it did pretty well, just not high enough for Square Enix's expectations. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider did even more than that, and it and that still didn't perform to their expectations. So it's kind of like if you do that, you're just going to kill how it performs. So. Yep. Yep, very much. So we'll see what happens. All right. And that does it for our questions. Thank you guys so much for submitting those. We really appreciate it. We love having this little back and forth discord. We love answering these questions. So please continue to send us the questions and we will keep on answering them. All right. So it's time for some news. So our first little news story um, comes from the Game Awards and also kind of state of play. But Ghost of Tsushima finally has a release window, and we also got a really, really cool trailer. Um, so this game is going to come out sometime in summer of 2020, so we do have a release window. We do know now that it is going to be on PS4, which is, which is great. Um, but being that it's so cl- in the summer and so close to the launch of PS, PS5, I definitely expect there to be some kind of upconvert or day one patch for like ps5 that makes this game even cooler or look better or run better or perform better or whatever um so what do you guys think about that are you guys excited excited for ghost do you do you care um are you excited that there's actually finally a launch window were you expecting it to even come to ps4 delvin i'm excited for it it's just i don't know it just feels like i i, I think because it's such a new game i kind of want to wait to see how it, how it turns out like you know final fantasy is a proven kind of thing. Resident Evil 3 is a proven kind of thing. I kind of feel like Ghost of Tsushima, while, while it's new and stuff like that, I want to see more of it before I start jumping out the window like, oh, I can't wait to play this. But it looked really cool. It looked really, really cool and it's exciting that they're coming up with something new and different for us to play. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Haley? Are you excited for Ghost at all? Uh, you know, uh, it looks interesting. Um... I would have preferred a new Infamous game because everybody knows how I how I am about superheroes. Uh, I mean, if you see my PlayStation name or you know anything else, you'd literally know what that is. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, I, I'll check it out. Um, I'm just really hoping it's uh, it's not another Dark Souls light. You know, just be 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 a good game on its own. You know, not everybody needs to be from software 2.0 um that said i will of course still attempt to play through it if it is um i am not i i i am not uh you know mtgg cast um any anybody who listens to that show knows what's going on there um i wish gabe good luck um he has decided to redownload bloodborne um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know and uh tim it, 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 that's that's a real shocker Tim played it for his extra life stream and is still playing it. Uh, but he still has not gotten past that first area of the game. Uh, he can't even make it to the boss and he's still just playing that. Um, so there's that. It's very, it's very great to see this though. Um, and I'm sure it makes Jared or very happy. Uh, you know, um, I don't know. It'll be very, very interesting to see how this game does. Um, at, in regards to the fact that it got a release window of summer 2020, uh, I don't think it's really going to be summer. I think it's going to come out in September, like right before. I think that's where it's going to So, end of summer? So. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah, see that. Yeah, 
Um, just because you want that, you want that space between Last of Us and um, and Ghosts, because Last of Us is coming out May 29th. You don't want to release a game two months later. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it. I don't think it'll be necessarily a Dark Souls like game. It may control kind of like Fallen Order because there's definitely going to be a lot of parrying and whatnot because it's a you're a samurai so. I mean, it's going to happen. But I'm okay with it. I've been looking for something to give me those Tenchu feels. I don't know if you guys played Tenchu back in the day. I loved that game. This kind of gives me that kind of that kind of feel. So I feel like there'll be some stealth elements. There'll be some good sword fighting. And I, I, love, a, I love a game like that. So I'm really excited for it. I, um, I can't wait for it to come out. This is one of my like must-play games. So I'll definitely be playing it. And I'm glad it has a release window. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah. Give me ghosts. Um, our next story, uh, so also related to the game awards, uh, we had the first PS5 game revealed. Um, what was it called? Godfall? Yes. That thing, wow. It, it I, I'm shocked that they that they announced a PS5 game in development, but didn't show anything else. PS5. So that was kind of interesting that they that they the way they went about that, like saying, hey. We've got games development for PS5, but they haven't shown the box. Kind of like Xbox. I kind of almost thought that they were going to do something similar to Xbox and actually show us some PS5 stuff. But that was, this was all they gave. They all they gave us. To me, this game looked like it looked like a God of War mixed like Darksiders or whatnot. Very heavily melee influenced. It looked like um, the game looked really good. So. This makes me think PS5 games out the gate are probably going to look really good. Kind of like how the way Hellblade looked amazing in what they showed at the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think about Godfall? Haley, did you have any, any, any thoughts on it at all? Uh, you know, considering how Battleborn wor- went, I'm very, uh, very uh, unoptimistic about how this game will do. Um, now, granted, I don't think it's actually developed by Gearbox. I think it's just published by them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't exactly have a great track record for anything other than Borderlands. So, you know. Uh, game looks cool, though. Uh, but, I don't know. Uh, it does look very good like Hellblade uh, 2 does. Um, you know, I've still never played Hellblade 1. So That's a good game. But I want, I, I want to. Um I just can't seem to find it on the PlayStation Store anymore. It's on, it's, so. on, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, but trophies. Eh. So. Eh. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mr. PC, I don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> what do you think, Devin? I think it looks cool. I, I feel yeah. like it's kind of weird. To just, I really just show show one PS5 game and be done with it. A little weird. It was definitely odd, right? Yeah, it felt like they probably should have. Maybe showed us the system first and showed the game too. I feel like they should have brought more stuff than just that game. Right. Hey, hey, at least it's better than the fact that the uh, No More Heroes 3 trailer includes like blatant plagiarization. So there's that. <laughs> you know? I don't know if you guys saw that, yeah, but literally. The uh, little intro. Yeah, yeah the. The little intro there, uh, the developer of that animation literally is like, yeah, who do I call at Nintendo to get compensated for them using my animation? Awkward. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that this Godfall game is actually, it's a, it's a, it's a multiplayer game, so you can play it in threes, solo, or duo, and the enemies will respond dynamically based on how many um, players are in your group and 
they're, they're based on your attack pattern. So that's some really advanced AI, which is really cool. Um, yeah, they, they were talking about that right after they showed the trailer at uh, at the awards there. They were talking to Jeff about that briefly. But, yeah, it'll be very cool to see how this does. Again, like I said, it is Gearbox uh, published, not done. Yeah. Um, so I'll be very interesting to see how this game performs. Yeah, I'm not, or if it, or if it continues to be supported. You yeah, know? I'm not too worried about Gearbox, the publisher. I mean, it's it's a new studio, a studio I've never heard of. Kind of play games, so that's who actually you know designed, developed the game or whatnot, and it's just published by Gearbox. Um, I think it'll be fine. I think Gearbox has enough Borderlands money where they can continue to support it and get it to keep keep marketing and getting it out there. It looks awesome, so I'm excited to see what it comes to but like delvin said i think it's weird that we showed just the one ps5 game you would think that they would have showed a little bit more like here this is also coming to ps5 or this is coming to ps5 or this is in development for ps5 i think it was weird that they just showed this one game but at least what they did show looked awesome yeah i i get you i mean i could say something else where is it wb where is uh, it <laughs> i'm surprised we didn't see where anything. is it that's that's a good point yeah you you're silent on Twitter for four years. You make one tease on Batman Day, and then literally three months later, where the only event in sight is like, "Hey, this is the Game Awards." You don't release your trailer for yeah. the game that we all very well know is probably coming next year. Um, where is it? And I'm not gonna do the Batman voice into my mic. It is far too early in the morning to do the Batman voice. Swear but I to could. me. <laughs> so, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> I'm okay with them not showing us anything. Show us, show it, show it to us when it's ready. Like I, I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm so tired of like the long lead up to games. Like I don't want you to show me something and then it doesn't come out for two years. Like I hate that. Show me something when the game is like at, a year, maybe six months out. I'm, I'm looking at. You. I'm looking at you, Bethesda, with, uh, with Elder Scrolls Six. You know, it's coming eventually. <laughs> We're making it. We're making it. Don't don't freak out. That's, that's, that's exactly what they're doing. They're like, don't freak out. We're making it. I know you didn't like Fallout seventy six, but hey, 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 we're making Elder Scrolls, making Starfield. Just hold on. Maybe in twenty thirty, you'll see all this stuff. Twenty thirty, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we're going way out. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So that does it for our little news stories. Just a little stuff. Time to get into our discussion of the week. State of play, the final state of play for the year, and then our Game Awards reactions. So let's start with, ooh, with state ooh. of play. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Very excited, very excited, very excited. Tom Honk strikes again. Also, Resident Evil 3, very excited for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, state of play for me, I guess it was just because there weren't too many games that really interested me. It just kind of fell flat. I think, yeah, the Resident Evil 3 thing was like the biggest news out of there. I think that was probably what got people the most excited. Everything else in there was just kind of like, eh, okay. I would have liked to have seen maybe some more PS5, just a little bit of PS5, and just like a little teaser or something. But other than that, the, the, the state of play, just it didn't really do anything for me at all. But uh, that untitled Goose Game, though. <laughs> I mean, even very that, it didn't. I mean, I feel I'm like that game I'm is very excited to finally. I'm very excited to finally be able to play it. Also, it has a platinum, so you can bet your butt I'm gonna stream that and try and get the platinum on stream. I, I want the untitled Beaker Game, personally. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's just me. Uh, 
that's another thing I'm angry about. I know that's like a game thing, but you had them give out an award instead of someone from a marginalized community for a, a developers for change segment. You had the Muppets give out that award instead of someone from a marginalized community. That's um, mm, yeah. But we got Beaker. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I I know that's supposed to be a funny joke, but as someone from marginalized communities, no, they, that's they're not. Funny. not you know, <laughs> the thing about this is, I think the Game Awards are still growing. <laughs> like and they they're gonna make these missteps. They it's not it's not a new thing for them. <laughs> like, no, I mean I'm looking at. Chick Hydro Man and the fact that they let Michelle Rodriguez on stage even though she's a known transphobe, so that's yeah, very nice. Like, um, I think, yeah, this is a whole other conversation for another day, but we got to kind of put this perspective of the Game Awards and the things they do. And I'm gonna call it straight up a spade a spade. They're trying to make money and they're trying to get sponsors and advertisements to make it bigger and better. And I don't know at what point it's gonna be like where gamers are gonna kind of make a turn on it in terms of like, okay. Chick Hydro Man, let's get the celebrities in here and kind of promote the game more. It's cool to see celebrities talk about video games and stuff like that, but at the same time, I can understand why gamers kind of like, ugh, you don't really care about gamers games. It's terms of like, why are right. you kind of doing it like that? But it's it's weird to talk about because it feels like a necessary evil. But then again, when you see, like you said about Michelle Rodriguez thing, I know how she feels about trans and things like that. I feel like they should use better judgment when it comes to things like that. Like, I understand having Vin Diesel on to do the Fast and Furious game. Why not Tyrese? Vin Diesel and Tyrese or something like, something like that. That that would have been far better. And I, I know that I'm a giant hypocrite because I still literally go and see Fast and Furious movies. But I can ignore her parts in those movies. Uh, I can't ignore the fact that you literally invited a known... Uh, transphobe onto your stage at a time when you know unrelated to gaming i'm not going to go into but things are not exactly great right now and you're doing this and then trying to cozy up to gamers that happen to fall into you know lgbtq like that's not exactly great so you know um also that fast and furious game looks like absolute garbage (laughs) (laughs) um it looks like a ps3 game actually sorry scratch that it doesn't even look like a ps3 game it looks like the tail end of ps2 very launch of ps3 game why would why why would you bring this up now game i played is the wheel man for ps3 that game is phenomenal Yeah, Hell yeah, that great. game was fantastic. It was very they good. Remade, they should remaster that. I love that game so much. It's a fun... Remaster that. GTA Remaster not. Driver. Yes. Heck yes, except except uh, Driver... Uh, what's the one where he like... You go between 1978 and like 2007 Driver 76? Like, that, that one can... I, I think mm-hmm. so. The one where like you go between them, that one can just stay left behind. Uh, Remastered Driver Three, though, that that one was fantastic. Yeah, it was really so. cool. Man, so yeah, a lot of a lot to unpack between the Game Awards and State of Play and all of that wonderfulness. There were so many things revealed, like the Final Fantasy VII remake, that new trailer. Even though I know he doesn't care about that game, um, the Xbox being. Announced. I may not care about it. I may not care about it, but it's great for those who do. Like, 
So I've got to the point where I don't want to see any more trailers for the game. I just want to get the game. It's so close by. It's like I don't want to see no more trailers. Yeah, they. But I mean, the trailers they look great. The sizzle, man. The sizzle. It's like, oh, I can't wait. It looks great, but it's like, all right, we're three months out. If that, kind of just waiting for the game. Yeah. Right. What did you guys think about the 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 awards? Like, who actually won? Like, how did you guys think? What did you guys think about like Sekiro winning Game of the Year? That shocked me. Like, that was hugely unexpected. Hey, you know what? I'm just very glad it was not Death Stranding because I was watching, um, like, and that's fine for those who enjoy it. Like, if it's your personal game of the year, I'm not digging on you. Um, I just, you know, I, D- Death Stranding did win an award, and that's fine, but the award it won for, it should not have won for. It should have won for something else. Um, the music in all the other games that was nominated was far better than what uh, the area Death Stranding actually won for. Um, also that guy came up on stage and you could very visibly tell he was not drunk enough to be talking to Jeff <laughs> Keighley. Um, you could very, you could very visibly tell that guy had no idea what to do. It was not expecting to be up there for that award. So, uh, <laughs> that, that was interesting to watch him, uh, you know, kind of freak out and his eyes dart around. Um, I will say the next time they do like a games for change thing and you're like having people like on stage, visibly talking to people being like hey yada, yada, yada. don't flash a giant sign that says wrap it up at them also don't do it when you're like hey we're advertising reggie came back to like give out an award don't flash the wrap it up sign at reggie as he's trying to like speak to gamers like wrap it up B. oh no oh no you have to bounce a an a trailer to like a commercial break or something that's fine you know, maybe let the people you're supposed to be giving awards to speak. I mean, for more than five seconds. It's an award show. There's always going to be the wrap it up box. That's just the way it is. To get you get the you get the the music that plays you off. That's just that's that's typical award show stuff. I don't think that'll ever change. Um, I think Sekiro winning Game of the Year and Death Stranding not winning a lot of awards. I wonder if how much of that was changed based on like people reaction now. oh my god death stranding is nominated for all of these things and i wonder if that kind of puts the game show the game awards in like a better light like yeah it was nominated but again like J- jeff's influence had nothing to do with death stranding being on the, being a nominated or winning anything like it literally was a panel of people choosing jeff had nothing to do with that so i wonder if that kind of puts the the death strandies to rest to where it wasn't just a show to give that game a bunch of awards. Like we actually had some games win awards that people probably weren't expecting. Like, I don't think anybody expected devil may cry to win action game of the year. Like, I think that was, awesome. Oh, I did. I, I did. The devil may cry absolutely deserves action game of the year. Now, again, that's a different category than action adventure. So, you know, um, I was absolutely amazed that Control won Best Art Direction. I think very that happy was a about great that, choice because the that's a that was uh, a great yeah. It gives it gives the, the game awards to, some to give. some oomph to be like yeah we actually kind of picked games winning based on like merit instead mm-hmm. of just giving it to it because it's a known studio or something. Well, and and this is a thing too because I know that I mentioned this last week uh, when talking about the fact that Chris McCracken from Married to the Games and I got into this. Um, Yes, Jeff is Jeff is very good friends with Kojima, and Kojima happens to be on the awards uh, committee for the Game Awards. However, both Jeff and Kojima do not vote on their uh, uh, like at all. Right. They don't vote. It's literally <coughs> a panel of like eighty outlets. 
who vote on things. Uh, you know, kind of funny happens to be one of those outlets. GameSpot, IGN, they they're like they're all part of that voting committee. But Kojima and Keeley are not. Like they do not have a say in who wins those awards. So yeah, and I think this gives it some legitimacy. I kind of wonder if Resident Evil Two and uh, Death Strand didn't split the vote. For game of the year, poor because it seems like that's a good. That's a lot of people were voting for those two games. Yeah. Hey, hey, I don't know when I don't know when our game of the uh, game of the year show is gonna be, but uh, I will say that neither Resident Evil Two nor Death Stranding were my game of the year. So if it were up to me, it wouldn't have done anything to split the vote, and I don't think it did anything with the broader community either. Um, really, the only person I've been ta- hearing talk about like. Resident Evil 2 being their game of the year is uh, Tim from uh, Kind of Funny. I've seen a lot of chatter about Resident Evil 2 being like game of the year. I have a to. lot of places. Like it's to. been, it's been a lot of people who are like this game is amazing. So I, I'm I'm not surprised. Oh, hey, I mean it's it's one of my favorite games of the year. It's just not my game of right. the year. So, but when you put it with all of those titles, I could definitely see what what Delvin is saying. Like a lot of votes going to Resident Evil 2. A lot of votes going to to Death Stranding or whatnot, and then. Sekiro just has has the ability to slide in because again ends up splitting the vote. I I think that's very possible that it could happen, but it also gives the game awards some legitimacy, like the fact that it wasn't maybe maybe wasn't just like a landslide victory for certain games. I think we had some really good diversity among the games that won, and I, I, it gives it gives the game awards some legitimacy. Like I'm excited to see you know what they do next year, especially with some of the games that are coming out next year, and then the PS5, yeah. the Xbox coming at the end of the year, like. Game Awards could be really cool next year. We could see some really cool stuff. I agree. I think once they get their marketing down, yeah, I think they, they'll be in a better place. I think right now it kind of feels like uh, we need to get more people to market for this game show. We have to kind of get money for it, the finance it, and fund it, so we have to kind of reach out to people and celebrities. I think once they get that in kind of work in order where people can accept mm-hmm. it, It'll be in a lot better yeah, place. I agree. And I think next year, if they continue the trend of, of all of these like world premieres, the announcements that we could get at the end of the next year in the Game Awards for stuff coming for next-gen systems could be phenomenal. I mean, we had a lot of good announcements um, at the Game Awards, and I think next year could be even better. could definitely top this, especially if the companies don't blow their wads at E3 or uh, XO20 or if there's a PSX, I think that there, there's a possibility of, of the Game Awards being really, really good next year. Hey, I will say, like, in regards to, like, the whole Resident Evil 2 being people's game of the year, I will say that new update they just put into the game where you can go and, like, get a letter from Jill Valentine uh, in the game. I platinumed the game and then hadn't launched it since I platinumed it. I literally had to start an entirely new game, run through like three quarters of that game just to get that trophy. Still did it though. Very, very cool. And that's saying something considering I played that game like nine times now to get that platinum. Um, mm-hmm. I, I literally ran through it to get that achievement. And it's one of the most rare achievements for that game. Um, it's literally the top trophy I've earned for it. Um, you know, uh... Like like you're saying, like next year could be really cool. But again, I know that it's like a sore topic. But if they're gonna praise like inclusive games and stuff like that, they need to be wary of who they invite up on that stage. So you know, uh, I really hope announcements are cool next year. Like it's looking to be one of the 
great years in gaming. Like we've got two new consoles launching next holidays holiday. We've got a bunch of great games hopefully coming out early this year. Like we got literally the front end of next year is stacked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's kind of quiet in January and February now, but you got, you know, in March, you got final fantasy seven for those who care. Then it's like, you know, Hey, here's resident evil three. And then here's cyberpunk and here's, you know, last of us two. And there's a bunch of stuff going to be announced at E3. I would not be surprised to see WB come out in, like, February and go, hey, here's when Batman's launching, considering they didn't announce their game at the Game Awards. Um, And they're definitely launching a Batman game next year because they've never missed, like, the tail end of the console generation or the start of it. Um, So it'd be very great to see how that goes, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, so that'll do it for our discussion on that. Um, let's go over to the PlayStation blog where we got some new games coming for PlayStation. Um, the most notable games coming out next week, I would say, are probably what well, time, which I, I, I know people are excited for it. I don't know what it is personally, not not, not on my thing, none of my radar. And then also the Untitled Goose Game. Um, either of you plan on picking up either of those? Nope. <laughs> I'm being honest. I don't even know what time is. It sounds like some type of Japanese food. I just I just realized that I was muted. Um, I literally just said Tom Honk strike, Strikes Again. I am absolutely picking up Untitled Goose Game. Honk Honk. Yeah, I may <laughs> play it because it'll be on Game Pass. So I'll play it for free and just see what the hype is about. Um, but otherwise, it's not a game that I would really be interested in or looking forward to at all. It just It seems like it'll be cool for like, you know, 20 minutes and then I'll probably never touch it again. What well, Tom is just uh, it's one of those little cutesy games I think that people are excited for like into that 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 type of that genre. I think people are really excited for it so I'm excited for them, but it's definitely not something that I'm looking forward to and I think other than that those are the only two like big drops coming next week. I don't think there's anything else. I think the end of the year we're we're kind of wrapping it up and people are going to just be playing a lot of the the games that came out like in the last couple of weeks, last couple of months. Yeah. Hey, this is not a uh, a new game that dropped, but uh, Red Dead 2 just did just come out with a brand new update that adds like all the stuff they added to the PC version, um, <clears throat> plus photo mode for consoles. So, yeah. So, you know, that's something else that's out there. Um, yeah, it, this is kind of the same thing every year, though. Like, these last few weeks, there's nothing. Like, you'll probably... Uh, like we mentioned last week, there's their end of the year sale on right now. Mm-hmm. They've got the Game Awards sale on right now. Um, very shocked that Death Stranding is not on sale, and neither is Sekiro uh, oh. as part of their. Before you, before you go, before you mention that, Death Stranding just got on sale on every. Um, it's not on the PlayStation Network, but it's on Best Buy. I think Amazon and someplace else has it for thirty nine ninety nine. So it is on sale. Yeah, but digital though. So where's that? No, I know. I want it digital though. Yeah. So where's that? She's right like, though. It's it's weird that it's, it's not it's, in the game of the year it's sale. It's literally yeah. or the end of the year like sale. Like it's 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 not the end of the year sale. I'm talking about. They literally released a sale specific to the yeah. game awards, and you didn't include yes, Death did. Strand. You didn't include Death Stranding or Sekiro as part of that. That's weird. Yeah. That's you know that's very weird. You know, considering Sekiro won game of the year there, and Death Stranding is like you know nominated for everything. Right. So. Well, they don't want that, you to get that the game. That was weird. 
They clearly yeah, I'm not surprised that, that Death Stranding isn't on sale, but Sekiro being that it came out so long ago, I'm shocked that that wasn't part of the sale. Like that definitely should have been. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm very glad that Modern Warfare was because it saved me from paying eighty bucks for it. Instead, I paid sixty. So there's that. Nice. Yeah, you I know got that one on Black um, Friday at, sale and got at, Control on sale for game of the game game award sale as well, which is great. Hey, I mean, even then though, like you know. I uh, I did go buy the battle pass, so it's like I paid full price for it, anyways. <laughs> you, you know, that's not how sale works. Here. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I want to play as a girl. If I gotta pay the extra money to play as a girl, you know I'm gonna do it. So I ain't mad at you. Uh, hello, everyone. The fourth chair has now decided to come into the room. She's not speaking, but she might. So everybody, say hello to the fourth chair again. All right. Hello, hello cat. cat. <laughs> I I literally love that everyone's like, yo, is the fourth chair going to make an appearance in your stream now? Because there's that. I mean, she should. Today we had a fifth chair. Right. Every, yeah. every, everybody loves the cat, so. We've had an untitled fifth chair today, so that's a whole new thing yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to. I didn't want to mention that, but yes, it's been very adorable every time he's like running. <laughs> Hudson Hulk. Right. That's the dude right there. Yeah, he's sitting on the bed right now playing his tablet. Trying to be quiet. Okay. He's yes, doing he a is. good job. Hey, you know, you know what? He just wants to spend time with his daddy, so that's what matters. I'm with Worse for me. Lord, Lord knows my son was he'd be talking my head off all through this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably take the mic from me and start talking and stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, kids. All right, yeah. so we have a new segment that I want to introduce to our listeners. Um going to ask you guys a question. So the question for our listeners, and uh, please respond to us on Twitter um, or over on the Discord. The question is, what has you most excited for next gen? Or are you totally, are you totally fine waiting till year two or later of next gen to jump in? Like, are you excited for it? Are you going to be a day one? Or are you, or are you just kind of going to wait and see what happens and are you going to get into it later? Um, me personally, I'm super excited for next gen. I plan on being a day one adopter of the PS5. I'm ready to just jump right in head first. I'm ready to see, like you know, what the PS5 will do for for console gaming. I'm ready to see if they if we can truly hit that 60 FPS. If we can get native 4K or better, that's what has me excited about next gen, and I'm ready to jump right in. What about you, Haley? What excites you? Are you ready to get in day one, or are you gonna wait? Oh, heck yeah, I'm going to be there day one. I'm literally giving up my fan expo trip next year to be there day one. Um, you know, uh, for those who don't know, fan expo was one of the highlights of my year this year. I met Tom Welling. So, you know, there's that. Um, but I'm giving up going next year just so I can be here at launch because I'm very excited to see what happens. Um, I know that this is a PlayStation show, but show, but they did just announce that whatever you own on Xbox, whether it be from, you know, the original Xbox or Xbox 360 or Xbox one goes with you to the next gen on, um, series X. So it'll be very interesting to see how Sony does that, but there's no way they can't do something similar, um, and survive. So very excited for that. Also very excited to finally be able to experience ray tracing on a console level. So that'll be cool. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pick up the Series X at launch on day. I'd like to, but I want to be there for both, uh, you know, 
PlayStation 5 definitely day one, but uh, whether Xbox is day one or not uh, is a different story. So, what about you, Devin? What what, what got you? What has you excited for next gen? And are you going to be there day one, or are you going to wait? I'm not excited for it yet, but I'm I'm definitely going to be there game day one for it. But it's not it's not like I'm not fine with my PS4, and my Xbox One. You know, they've been good to me. They would have to show me something to prove me why, why I should get this. But overall, I'm definitely going to get it. Definitely get, get day one. I'd probably get um, the PS5 day one and probably the Xbox One X Series X, X Tentacion or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh, man, it's just, they haven't, they haven't shown me nothing that just wows me and make me want to get it. But I'm, I know what's going to come for the future. So I'm super excited for the future of gaming in terms of everything you guys been telling me about ray tracing and all this other stuff. And like, all right, that sounds cool. <laughs> Let's see it in action. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So that's going to do it for this episode of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler at us. Um, give us a follow over on Twitter at PSX, PlayStation XP. Stop by our PSVG Discord. Answer our question in there. Um, answer our question on Twitter. We will be pulling some of those answers and going over them on the next show. Um, so, you know, stop by. Give us some some feedback, you know what I'm saying? H- hang out with us in the Discord. As we've, we've m- mentioned, we, were, we wanted to be a little more lively, trying to get live like the Shaq is. Get a little bit more back and forth, some banter. Um, other than that, let the people know where they can find you, Haley, and anything else you have to add? Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, we really would love for the PlayStation area to stop being the Overwatch area. Let's please give Overwatch its own channel in the Discord. Um, you know. No offense to those who enjoy Overwatch, but I uh, really uh, don't want notifications that the PlayStation area has new messages and then it's just Overwatch League news because that's a bummer. So, because I really am not interested in the Overwatch League. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Um, you can follow me on Twitch.tv at Haley Zarel and add me on gaming platforms at Haley Zarel. Um, you know, trying to work towards affiliate. Um, I need two more things to be able to be affiliate. Uh, I need you know about 30 followers on twitch and i need an average of three viewers so there's that be very nice um you know i don't really have an update on being able to like have a consistent schedule um that'll probably come in the new year just because again as i mentioned before i am part-time and hours are fluctuating a lot right now so i don't have like a set schedule uh in the new year i'll probably only have about two shifts a week so i'll be able to stream a lot more (laughs) that's what's up what about you, Devin? What are you working on? Where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Devin underscore Cox. Check out the Devin Cox Experience. You can check out Blog Boys Podcast, which is back on the Devin Cox Experience Network, I guess that's what they call it. <laughs> you can check out Games You Don't Play. Um, just staying busy recording podcasts and things like that. Um, I'm enjoying myself. That's what's up. And uh, that'll do it for us today. Long live play.